0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the keynote by CNBC Events. I'm Tyler Matheson. On this podcast, we bring you in-depth, candid conversations with CEOs, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders recorded at CNBC's live events. Today, a conversation with Ocean Spray CEO Tom Hayes. At a time when brands are looking for organic ways to connect with consumers, Ocean Spray hit marketing gold when a TikTok video featuring their product, went viral. Tom Hayes joined me at CNBC's Evolve Summit on November 10th, 2020, to talk social media, climate change, and how this 90-year-old legacy brand keeps up with changing consumer tastes, even as it prepares for its busiest time of year, Thanksgiving. Here's our conversation. Everybody knows ocean spray. Everybody probably has an ocean spray product in their pantry, whether it's cranberries, cranberry juice, cranberry, uh, jelly, cranberry for Thanksgiving, which is coming up. But I don't think many people really know what ocean spray is. They probably figure it's owned by Pepsi or Coke or somebody like that, but it's very much not. Explain what it is and how it works.
1: Yes, excellent. Thanks for asking that question because Ocean Spray is a a brand that has 99% awareness around the country, which is amazing. And people do have the sense that it must be much Bigger and a more commercial brand than it actually actually is. The ownership is seven hundred family farmers. So, and these are not large family farms. The average family farm is eighteen acres, and they are incredibly focused on trying to keep the great you know heritage of the brand that they have, but also you know evolve the company uh, and you know move it into the next next millennium, because uh, it's 90 years young today. We're in our 90th harvest. and But to uh, answer your question, yeah, it's owned by farmers.
0: So are they, in effect, the stockholders? And you, when you generate a profit, does the profit go back to those farmers because it's a cooperative? I mean, minus expenses and minus uh, whatever else there is that you have to take out.
1: Exactly. That's exactly what happens. And, you know, most of my history has been working for companies that are either fully private or public companies, which are, you know, of course, then uh, serving shareholders, the share owners here, all the profits go back to them. So this is their livelihood. And uh, whether we do, uh, you know, a really good job or a bad job, you know, it really depends. They depend on us, you know, stepping up and doing a fantastic you know, job in order to keep their families fed, kids going to school and that that's it's a huge burden. So it, it's it's uh, really makes it, it really makes the uh, responsibility uh, crystal clear for those of us that you know have that in our hands to make sure that we're taking care of their futures.
0: I was going to say, I mean, this is a, the, one of those rare instances. I know you're new to the job. You've been there about four months since the summertime but if you don't already i am sure that within your first year you're going to know every single one of your farmers uh and 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 every single one of effectively your shareholders that is a burden in a way but but a joy too i guess
1: it really is and so you know it's been really hard with covid as you can well imagine to get out and see people physically but what one of the things we have done is try to get Uh, to the farms that are local here so i've been in massachusetts this is where i'm sitting today in our headquarters in lakeville massachusetts and so i've had the opportunity to go out and see on a socially distanced way some of our farms here but to see all of them around uh, north america and south america we have uh, farmer chili actually that that's going to be something that'll happen over a period of time but it's been an amazing experience even doing this remotely, having a chance to talk to the plants, the plant leadership teams uh, that make our great products and being in front of the receiving stations that you know are in the middle of harvest or working hard right now with those 700 farms to carry the fruit to the receiving stations and get it cleaned and get it ready to be used for making our great products, uh, particularly for uh, Thanksgiving.
2: CNBC has quick and easy to understand business news updates at the open, midday and close every weekday. Markets, money and more from Wall Street to Main Street. I'm CNBC's Jessica Edinger. Follow and listen to CNBC Business News Updates wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Tom, I think there are a couple of big challenges that that farm-based companies like yours are facing right now. One is the drive for sustainability. And I know that's part of your DNA, uh, but also there's climate change. I was speaking to a, a, I was on a charity thing on Saturday night for a, a where a wine expert was talking and he was talking about how climate change has absolutely shaken that business and also broadened it because places that used to be impossible to grow good grapes now can
1: yeah. It's, it's uh, like you said, Tyler, it's affecting all agriculture uh, in some way or another, you know, for ocean spray. It's, you know, there are examples like we usually in the wintertime, the bogs will freeze and then sand is applied to the top of the bogs. And so in the spring, when they melt, it actually is a protective agent against uh, insects uh, that could be harmful to, to the vines. And so, it is definitely something that we have to deal with. I would say the resiliency of the farmers at Ocean Spray. So, you know, some of these farm, family farms are eight generations that uh, uh, they've been farming cranberries. They figured out ways to, you know, handle things over time. And so, more recently, there have been a lot, has been a lot of work done on laser leveling to make sure that the bogs are absolutely level so we maintain the right water supply so if there's water issues which we had some this year in southeastern massachusetts that those are you know making sure that they're very efficient bogs we've also done a lot to make sure that everything that we do is eliminating any sort of waste or impact on the climate and on impact on the environment uh, one of the things you mentioned uh, as it relates to Ocean Spray's experience is we are a sustainable crop. We were actually verified by the Sustainable Agriculture Initiative as the first sustainably grown crop in the world. And that's a, a pretty pretty uh, awesome achievement for the team. But they know that they can go further and they're going to continue to because it is, it is with us. Climate change is with us.
0: Before we get to some one of the initiatives that you are now leading, which is new products, new lines uh, in, the, in, the, in the beverage area, I want to just remark on something that seems amazing to me. You said you had 700 farms, average acreage of about 18 acres, I think you said. And you guys, for the holiday season, will harvest and use 100 billion cranberries, and you will sell something like 59 and a half million cans of cranberry sauce. Those farms have to be damn productive. (laughs)
1: They do. They do. And, you know, over the years, they have continued to make improvements and the yield has improved on farms dramatically. And using whether it's ag tech, you know, uh, as of, you know, sort of recent times, or just getting smarter about, you know, the business over the, you know, many years that they've been growers, there's, there's a lot that goes into harvesting all those berries. And it happens, you know, once a year, it's not something that isn't, that is uh, happening throughout the year. And it's so it kind of collapses during a a very short period of time and they do have to be very efficient uh but it's you know we were part of that norman walkwell rockwell painting of you know thanksgiving with cranberry sauce and the billet table we have a high responsibility and uh you know to make sure that uh families around the world you know can experience the joy of the holidays and that that uh is uh, no small feat for sure
0: of the things, I want to get to two more things, and and obviously uh, the the last one is really fun. Uh, When you came in, there was a kind of a skunk works called Lighthouse, uh, which was really a development black box out of which new products are coming, and I want you to tell us about that, including this one I have right here, which is called Carry On. It is a sparkling cold beverage with CBD in it to, uh, I guess, make me calmer, help my pain, Here's a Toka, which is an herbal tonic. A uh, it's a calming blend. It says right there. I don't think you can see the uh, the thing, but you've got a lot of lines of things. And here is Sunny Off Offense Offense, uh, which is a, a, a dietary supplement of some sort. Why these products? Why now? And and who's going to buy them?
1: Yeah. So so any brand marketer will know that uh, having the the huge benefit of a brand that has awareness like Ocean Spray does of 99% brand awareness uh, is just the start. You have to continue to keep the brand relevant. And the way that you do that is through innovation, whether it's, you know, innovating with new products that like you just mentioned, or renovation of the base brand, it's absolutely critical to stay in the forefront. What we've been doing uh, at Ocean Spray is transitioning the company from just cranberry-centric to health and wellness consumer centric. So those products that you mentioned, Tyler, are all along the lines of trying to make consumers healthier but using cranberries as a base ingredient. And so we did establish an innovation center that called the Lighthouse in downtown Boston. Uh, There aren't people traveling to that office now with, with COVID. However, the work continues remotely and they are doing a wonderful job of bringing new ideas to customers and Testing these with consumers. So the carry-on beverage is a CBD beverage that is in test market. Uh, Atoka also is a herbal tonic that has functional benefits that is has been in test. And so those uh, we are extremely excited about. And not every one is going to be you know a huge hit. However, mm-hmm. what they do is bring new life to the category that we have to evolve from you know a traditional and well understood brand into a exciting portfolio that consumers and customers want to continue to interact with.
0: Yeah. And I, and I know on here before we move on to the last question that, that this doesn't really use the ocean spray brand. These are their own standalone brands and you'll, you'll develop them that way. Now I want to hear about your new best right. friend, Nathan, uh, the Idaho potato worker who uh, famously on a TikTok video was seen skateboarding to work after his truck broke down, uh, chugging a, a bottle of cranberry juice from ocean spray and lip syncing to dreams by Fleetwood Mac. That was my youth, Tom. How did this come about? (laughs) This was marketing gold for you
1: all. (laughs) Yeah. And it was my youth too, by the way. And so uh, it was, It was really amazing. So I should start by saying, you know, we saw this, you know, sort of uh, through somebody sending a text saying, hey, look, have you seen uh, Nathan and he's skateboarding doing exactly that, drinking our product and, you know, really just uh, overcoming adversity. So as we looked at it as a team. We said, "Boy, this is just so nice right now and in this time where everybody's looking for just rays of hope and positivity." Uh, his car broke down; had three hundred some odd thousand miles on it. Occasionally, the battery would break down, and so he had to get to work. He jumped on a skateboard. He put that music on. He was drinking our product. And we were like, "Wow, that is something that we have to get involved in." You know, it was just so special. So we uh, decided that, well, how can we help? And we decided at Ocean Spray, one of the things we want to do is recognize that, you know, people like our farmers just. Work through, work through issues, and we wanted to celebrate that. And so we got him a cranberry red pickup truck because his car broke down, so we get him new transportation. And we thought it was a nice thing to do, and we just wanted to be involved in the moment and celebrate his uh, resilience. We had no idea that it was going to explode the way that it did, and it was, uh, it was really nice to see that it brought so much joy to so many people's lives around the world. That was Tom Hayes, CEO
0: of Ocean Spray. He joined me at CNBC's Evolve event on November 10th, 2020. The keynote is produced by the CNBC events team. For more information about upcoming CNBC events and how you can join us, visit CNBCevents.com. I'm Tyler Matheson. Thanks for listening.